This is On Call, a podcast by Code Blue. Health is a human right. Hello, I'm Kanmani Batumalai from Code Blue. These are the headlines for the day. According to the Institute for Clinical Research, based on data from December 1 last year to January 6 this year, individuals who received COVID-19 boosters are 3.4 times less likely to get infected than the fully vaccinated. Those who got third vaccine doses are also 3.6 times less likely than double vaccinated people to die from COVID. The difference between the unvaccinated and boosted is more stark. Unvaccinated people are nine times more likely than the boosted to get infected and 62 times more likely to die from COVID. From December 1 to January 6, Malaysia reported 555 COVID deaths per 100,000 people among the unvaccinated, compared to 32 deaths per 100,000 among the fully vaccinated and nine deaths per 100,000 among the boosted. In the same period, 10,874 infections per 100,000 people among the unvaccinated were reported, compared to 4,255 COVID cases per 100,000 among the fully vaccinated and 1,238 cases per 100,000 among those who got third vaccine doses. Sarawak Deputy Chief Minister Dr. Sim Kui Hyun said last Saturday that 13 new presumptive Omicron cases have been reported in Sarawak. These are in addition to the seven locally transmitted Omicron cases in Sarawak that were announced by Health Minister Kairi Jamaluddin last January 6. Dr. Sim says the 13 new presumptive Omicron cases were detected in hours via PCR tests. Confirmation via genome sequencing can take three to four weeks. According to the Sarawak State Public Health, Housing and Local Government Minister, people should expect to get infected with Omicron that is more contagious but less severe than Delta. Sarawak medical experts are also monitoring global scientific data on COVID-19 vaccination for children aged three to five years. Consultant paediatrician Dr. Musa Mohamad Nordin urges the Health Minister to reactivate the COVID-19 National Task Force to deal with Omicron. The NTF is an inclusive, coordinated multi-agency team that reports directly to the Health Minister. It was originally known as the Greater Klang Valley Special Task Force that successfully flattened the previous Delta curve. According to Dr. Musa, the NTF has representative from government government agencies, universities, the private sector, expert advisory groups and non-governmental organizations. Dr. Musa points out that many healthcare workers have fallen sick with Omicron. It's important to ensure that all healthcare workers in Malaysia are boosted with mRNA vaccines. COVID-19 booster vaccination programs can be held in workplaces for employees. Protect Health Corporation encourages companies to request private medical practitioners registered with Protect Health to arrange booster shots for their workers in the workplace or factories. This new PPV outreach program replaces PPV industry 
and outreach programs by healthcare NGOs in rural areas. Employers do not need to pay Protect Health and simply need to provide the venue and non-clinical infrastructure for booster vaccination. Employers are also prohibited from charging any fee to employees for the booster jabs. The government bears the cost of the vaccine, whereas Protect Health pays private medical practitioners and healthcare NGOs for vaccine administration. Public health experts say that the collaboration between the public and private healthcare sectors during the COVID-19 pandemic shows that health reforms are not possible. Such breakthroughs, they say, would not have been possible without the pandemic. Independent public policy and healthcare analyst Chua Hongtek cites Protect Health's role in managing private medical practitioners to administer about half of COVID vaccines under the public rollout. Malaysian Medical Association General Secretary Dr. R. Arasu says the Ministry of Health can further outsource services to private general practitioner clinics. He says many GP clinics are well equipped with facilities for blood tests, X-ray services, non-communicable disease management and medical screenings that can be utilized to reduce the burden on public healthcare facilities and ensure continuity of care.